Welcome to Lunch with the Coach on Texas Football. I'm uh, Bobby Burton. I'm with uh, Brian Irwin, head foot, former head football coach, Lamarck Cougars, as well as uh, a host of uh, schools around the state, two-time state champ. Uh, Brian, how you doing today? Doing fantastic. How you doing, Bobby? Hey, let's start it off. Big win for the Horns, uh, 34-27. Uh, went up by 21 points in the first half. Had to hold on for victory, but hold on, they did. Uh, a real team victory up in Manhattan this weekend. Fantastic victory. Played so well in the first half. Uh, tremendous game plan. Offense did what it needed to do. Uh, played really well in the red zone. Uh, just a great team victory. Tough place to play. And you know what? Hats off. I mean, Sark, the staff, the players. You know, we said last week we felt like this was going to be, you know, a, a great effort by the Texas football team. We're going to find out where we were. We're going to find out who we were. We're going. To, it's time to get real with who we are. And, uh, you know, that team showed up. We showed up uh, on, on Saturday night. And uh, what a great, great program victory for the Longhorns. Yeah, he, he got the proverbial monkey off his bat with the road victory in yeah. Manhattan, uh, did yeah. Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, Lunch with the Coach is brought to you by uh, our friendly supporter, Laura Baker. She's an Austin realtor with the Andy Allen team at Keller Williams. Uh, she can handle all of your real estate needs in the Austin area. If you're moving to Austin or moving within the city limits. Laura is not only a diehard Longhorn fan, but a longtime Austin real estate expert. Uh, please give Laura, consider giving Laura your business at Laura at AndyAllenTeam.com. Hey, we, we talk about Sark getting that, that monkey off his back, so to speak. And, and what, what does this do? What does that kind of do for this Texas team? Because it wasn't just him that got it off his back. It's the entire team that has had yeah. problems closing out games. Uh, yet they did it on uh, Saturday night. Not only did they, uh, you know, Kansas State cut it to seven at one point. Texas went down and scored and put it back up to 10. So the, the offense did respond a little bit. Uh, then uh, Kansas State went back down. Uh, Texas held them in the red zone and held them up one final time. You know, wh what are your thoughts on the momentum that Texas may have going into this TCU game? And, and from the year, rest of the year, what can they learn from this? Well, what you just said about the red zone uh, in particular, and I even want to go back maybe to the first half because I, I was sitting there watching the game. We're third of the way through the second quarter. And, and I'm talking to myself, telling myself, you know what, this, this is going to be one of those games. This is one of those games where the teams are going to move up and down the field. It's going to come down to who gets it done in the red zone, which team can hold who to field goals, which team you know, on offense can score touchdowns. And and all of a sudden, they move it down there. I think we're up 14 at that time. They move it down there, we hold them to a field goal. And uh, that was a big, big uh, hold right there on part of our defense, holding them to a field goal. And then, and then the game just kind of ended up going that way where – we executed in the red zone. We got the touchdown, you know, right before the half. That could have very easily been just a field goal, right? And we end up we end up scoring there with Xavier, go up twenty one, um, and then like you said at the end of the game, Bobby, when they we we were up ten, they drive down the field, and we hold them to a field goal, and um, and so now we're still up seven, and then we go you know extend the lead again. So I thought the way our defense executed in the red zone, holding them to three. Us, us scoring seven a lot of the times when we were down there was a huge difference in that ball game. Yeah, and one of those red zone attempts, you see the one they didn't score on, was a fourth down play they came up short on. Yeah, uh, they they threw the ball to the end zone. Jade Barron made a contested made it a contested catch, and 
Uh, yeah. Pretty good ball game there uh, for the Longhorns uh, in general. Uh, as you look uh, back, as we look back to our conversation uh, last Monday at um, lunch with the coach Brian, one of the things we talked about is you wanted Texas to focus on handing the ball or getting the ball in the hands of yeah. his two best players, in your opinion. Amen. Uh, not only B. John Ra- Robinson, but Roshan Johnson. Mm-hmm. And Steve Sarkeesian did exactly that. He did it. Uh, hats off to him. He executed. He he called a great game. At halftime, Bijan had 15 carries, uh, one or two pass receptions. I can't remember exactly, but I know he had 15 carries at the half, right on track. And then he ended up, you know, with another 15 carries in the second half, 30 for the game, two two receptions. So he touched it 32 times. Uh, we said last week he needed to touch it 25 to 30 times. So I was off by two. Uh, Roshan uh, t- touched it seven times. Uh, yeah, we'd like to see him maybe get another couple of touches, get him up closer to 10. But uh, I thought Sark called an excellent ball game. Uh, even there at the end when we had the ball uh, trying to close the game out, I told myself, hey, give it to Bijan three times, period. Give it to him three times. We have to rely on our best players. Um, you know, they, they're not loading the box so much that we can't pick up what we need to pick up. And I really think, you know, that that last toss play where we, we got stoned uh, there, um, you know, I really think Sark probably or might have been going into that third down and three thinking I had two downs. I, I, I was thinking that, you know, hey, if you're going to give it to him right here, you're thinking you got two downs. If you can cut it to third and one, third and a half a yard, we're, we're probably going for it right there and instead of punting. Uh, but, uh, you know, that play got stopped and, and we had to punt. But uh, I, I love the game he called. I love the fact that B. John got it 32 times. Roshan got it seven times. Uh, JT Sanders had four receptions at the half. I think he ended up with five total. I'd like to see him get, you know, two or three more touches in the second half, especially throwing the ball intermediate down the middle. Uh, get that big sucker, the football, down the middle of the field. And uh, I'd like to see us go back to that. You know, maybe a few more times. Yeah, you talk about the Texas receiving game, and I'm going to ask Matt, our producer, to put those stats up so everyone can see them as well. Um, you know, Xavier Worthy now, Brian, I believe 21 touchdown catches in 21 games as a yeah, have, have you ever heard of anything like that? That's I mean, that's, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's he's breaking ankles, snapping ankles back there in the end zone too. And he he put the post corners, the corner post. The whip routes, you know, that we've seen over the last couple of weeks, uh, he's just nasty. And I'll tell you what, Quinn is throwing the ball well in those situations, anticipating um, Xavier coming in and out of his breaks, throwing the ball before he's out of his break, and the timing's impeccable. Now, if we can just get that timing down on on the deep shots and we can connect on a few deep shots – when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going to be pretty good. Um, question for you, talking a little bit about this. You can see overall JT Sanders, the leading receiver, uh, but worthy with four catches. Not not a huge night through the year, but yeah. I think one that was productive for Quinn Ewers. I, yeah. I thought we saw, uh, like you and I talked about, he's still young. People expect yeah. him just to be automatically great. 
the first time he's seen people drop an eight in coverage, right? Mm-hmm. First yeah. time he's really seen some bracket coverage, probably, against Oklahoma State. He seemed a lot more uh, confident, yes. a lot more sure of what he was trying to do on Saturday. Yeah, yeah you saw the same thing I saw. I, I really thought he looked poised, confident, calm. His intermediate throws, his short throws, RPO throws, flat throws, all those were, were money balls. Uh, the only thing he just really couldn't connect on with the deep shots down the field, you know, to, to Xavier. And, and I know the wind probably had something to do with that. I think the wind was blowing a little harder than what we might have imagined uh, watching on TV. But, um, yeah, taking care of the football. I mean, no interceptions. Uh, what, 18 of 31 for almost 200 yards and two TDs and, and not throwing an interception. Um, throwing the ball away when he when he should throw it away and not taking sacks. His pocket presence, his his gap escapes, the way he moves in the pocket from right to left and and up in the pocket to make those throws. Even Bobby, that that throw he made where he stepped up in the pocket on third and six and made the throw to Xavier there in the second half when Xavier got hit and fumbled. What a great throw that was! And and stepping up in the pocket, delivering the football. And unfortunately, I'm not sure there's anything Xavier could now. That that kid from K State just made a heck of a hit and a heck of a play. Yeah, I, the very first uh, very first pass completion of the game uh, for for uh, Quinn Ewers, he actually stepped up and hit uh, Jatavian Sanders uh, yeah. on a crossing route for a first down. That you know he just barely stepped up. It doesn't look like much, but it gave no. him that pathway and gave Texas a first down. And Texas ended up going down and scoring on a. a Absolutely beautiful run uh, yeah. by John Robinson. It's hard. Uh, I, 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 I'm, we're saying all the superlatives on offense here, and we talked about how many times they gave it to Bijan Robinson. We didn't necessarily talk about how well he looked <laughs> when yeah. they gave it to him, because yeah. I think uh, as Texas fans, people tend to take for granted just how good of a player he really is. He's so beautiful to watch run. He's he's. He's so strong, and and they, you know, the the announcers last night or Saturday night talked about how he, you know, he made moves like a little man, you know, but he's a big guy and he's strong, he's fast, he's elusive. Uh, when it looks like he's going to get a yard, he gets three and a half, and um, you know, and then all of a sudden he starts popping those big ones, and uh, you know, the team just has so much confidence in him. Uh, Sark has so much confidence in him, and and he he's definitely one of the best players in the in the country, and. We've got to ride him. As long as he's healthy, we have got to get him these 30 touches a game from here on out. And it starts this Saturday against TCU doing the same thing. Somehow, some way, he's got to get those 30 touches. Got to flip the switch and talk about defense now, uh, Brian. I, I felt like in the first half they were uh, they were fighting, not necessarily successfully at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas State had a couple of drives that just looked way too easy. Uh, they did have a stop on fourth down. Uh, the second half, they come out, and I thought they played good right away, but then Texas has the turnover. K-State capitalizes. Uh, K-State had a couple more long drives. It looked like to me Texas was having a problem deep over the middle. Yeah. Did, did you get that sense, too? Yeah, and and a couple of those routes, especially the one that, that uh, Warner kid ran, you know, down the middle, they, they're, I'm not sure that what they call that route concept. It's kind of a new concept, but the number two receiver runs a corner route. Number one receiver just kind of stutters, 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 holds it, and he just jets for the middle. You, the safety's got to take the, the corner route, and, and then, you know, it's we're in zone defense, so there's no way the corner is going to run with the number one receiver to the middle of the field. And uh, the only way you can stop it is 
not give them as much time maybe as we were giving them on that particular play. But uh, just a nasty route combination, and, and they had time to execute it and, and, and throw it. So um, that was about the time of the game. I'm screaming, we've got to play man. We've got to play more man because that's the only way you can match that route. You can't match that route in zone. There's no way. Uh, so, and then all of a sudden we come out the second, the next series and we, we started playing a lot more man free those last uh, couple of series. Uh, so I was glad to see that, um, you know, the, the pressure we were getting from our front was uh, good. It was fantastic. The most important thing, Bobby, was we stopped the run. Uh, Deuce had, you know, he was fairly effective in the first half, but he was not effective in the running game. Second half, we shut down the running game completely in the second half and, uh, when again, when you can run the football the way we're running it, when you can stop the run, force them to throw the football. At one point in time, they they were in the red zone and they picked up two or three on first down, and then they threw it on second down. I'm like, you know, thank you, you know, thank you for throwing the ball right there. It was an incomplete pass. We get them off schedule. They that's the the series they end up having to kick the field goal because they got uh, behind schedule right there. So when you stop the run and you force them to throw it. Uh, that good things you're going to have, especially in November. Run the football, stop the run in November, you're going to win a lot of games. Yeah, I, you look at these stats here, and I think one of the things that's very interesting to me uh, as we talk about it is just, you know, the rush yards. K-State is a run-heavy team. And yeah. by being up 21 points going into halftime, obviously it takes something away from their ability to even go to the running game in the second half, right? Yeah. They have to rely more on the air to try to – make up the point differential. Yeah. And and those rush yards we were seeing in the second half there, how many of those came from uh, Martinez? Off schedule. Almost all of them. Off schedule. A uh, couple quarterback design runs, but most of them off schedule. He he tried to take the game on his hands, and and he did a nice job. That kid's a player. Uh, tough to tackle. He threw the ball well. Uh, but uh, he was hard He was hard to get on the ground. But those – when you can stop – the tailback, and you can stop their their design tailback run game. You got a chance. Um, Jalen Ford had a monumental mm. game. Yeah. Uh, not only did he recover the game winning fumble or the game securing fumble, uh, but he also forced a fumble. Yeah. Uh, you know, had a number of tackles. Uh, was all over the place last the, night. Our the interception uh, before half. Yeah, the interception before half that kind of just changed the momentum again, or just mm. not not necessarily change it, just. Completed it. Almost. Completed it. Yeah. Um, lead the led the team in tackles. Uh, then you also talk about this, uh, Brian. I felt like the defensive front. Not only did they, not only did they uh, stop the run. I thought they exerted pressure, true pressure, mm-hmm. on the quarterback in key times, including on that Keandre Coburn uh, fum- forced fumble to to win the game. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, you know, what, two plays before that, we caused a fumble uh, on some more pressure. And uh, if we hadn't had two guys fighting over the ball, we probably would have ended the game right there, you know. But, uh, yeah, we were getting great pressure from the front, especially the interior. And uh, the way Jalen plays, uh, the interception before half was huge. You know, then the offense finally, you know, we've had a, had trouble uh, – with a sudden change. And I know that was a big emphasis <clears throat> that Sark's made when we get sudden changes, whether it's block punts or we get fumble recoveries or interceptions, we, we've got to do something with it offensively. So that was the first time we've really done something with it all year. We get the pick from Jalen, we go down and we score seven points, go up 21 into the half. And uh, what a, what a huge play. 
Yeah. Um, the, the Longhorns emerged victorious 34 to 27 against uh, Kansas State on uh, Saturday night. Um, Brian, this puts Texas at six and three. They're now bowl eligible. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Mm-hmm. Right. Big, big, I, I know it sounds like, oh, wow, they're just bowl eligible. Who cares? But after you've been five and seven and been so up and down as a program the last couple of years, it is a true comeback of sorts, right? It's mm-hmm. a, it's you know they, of course they want more. They play TCU this coming weekend, then have uh, Kansas away, and then Baylor at home to finish the year. Um, but this is where this is a situation where this team now the record reflects some of the improvement that we've seen, right? Yes, yeah, it it does. I mean, big game, big win on the road. Uh, we needed it. We needed to stay alive in the conference race. We needed to get bowl eligible. We needed just just as as we continue to develop as a program. And um, hats off to Sark, the coaching staff. You know, the other thing, we had some other guys step up. Um, Michael Taff, you know, made a couple big plays. I know on one screen play, he, he slipped around that big offensive lineman and got in there and made a solo tackle. I thought Ryan Watts, boundary corner, played fantastic. Uh, probably one of the best games of his year. Deshaun Jameson, you know, defended the deep ball well, contested some balls. Um, I just like the way we're running to the football. We're being very physical. Even the announcer, you know, was talking about how how physical Texas looked, how, how fast, uh, how we're populating the ball. And, uh, you know, we're getting the ball on the ground. We're not recovering them all, but we're getting them on the ground. So the, the improvement's happening, offense, defense, kicking game. The record's starting to reflect that. And now we get an opportunity – to showcase this big time this coming Saturday. Yeah, um, Texas is uh, going to play an undefeated 9-0 and TCU team. Uh, College game day will be in Austin on Saturday, uh, ESPN announcing that on Sunday. Uh, you know, Brian, we look at TCU and obviously a team that's going to be tough to beat. Uh, what are some of the keys, do you think, to that game? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I'm not going to – I'm not coming off of it. It's November. We got to run the football. We have to be very, very effective running the football. Um, it, we, I like to see us connect on a couple of the deep balls that, that we're going to, you know, Sark's going to take them. And, and I, I, I give him credit now. I'm telling you, I give him credit. We're, you know, we're up by 21. We're up by 14. You know, you could run the football and you throw some some intermediate things, right? Some some move the chain, uh, control the football, time of possession type stuff, but he's still taking those shots down the field. That's just who he is and it's, it's, it's what he does. And uh, I still see the aggressive nature that that he has uh, from an offensive play calling standpoint. We got to connect on a couple of those deep balls, but we got to run the football. We got to stop the run. Um, force him to throw the football, defend the pass, get a few of them on the ground. But again, it's simply get Bijan the football 30 times, get Roshan the football five to 10 times. Let's run the ball to score points, and uh, let's stop the run. Their running game strong. They, they've got a good running game. We, we it's got to start there, and controlling 
that Miller kid, and then and then uh, Duggan uh, when, when he runs the football, he's he's doubly tough. But uh, that's where it starts. All right, uh, I want to say thanks to our advertiser one last time, then ask you one more question. Lunch with the coach is brought to you by accomplished Austin realtor Laura Baker. Laura and the Andy Allen team at Keller Williams can handle all of your real estate needs in and around the Austin area. Laura is not only a diehard Longhorn fan, but a longtime Austin real estate expert. We definitely uh, appreciate her support. Uh, last question for you, Brian, as, as we head off here. Uh, I was talking to Justin Wells on Sunday, and he mentioned this, and I want to know what you think the impact was. He felt like some of the impact on the defense in the fourth quarter and their ability to step up was they didn't have as many plays ran, run against them in the first three quarters. You, you agree with that kind of – I saw the stat earlier that, that our producer, Matt, put up where – Texas had the ball 27 minutes versus 32 minutes for K-State. That's been more tilted the other in the favor of opponents uh, in mm -hmm. some games. Uh, it still sounds a little tilted to K-State, but the number of plays didn't feel as tilted, right? I mean, yeah. what, what, are your, what does that mean to a defense to be able to withstand that and have the juice for that pass rush that Keandre Coburn had or that Moro Ojomo two plays earlier had when he uh, caused that fumble of Adrian Martinez. It's huge. I mean, yeah, we 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 can't be playing, you know, twenty percent more snaps defensively than than our opponents playing. Um, I think a big factor in this, and I, I don't know how many times we've won this this year, but look at the third downs. We were eight of fifteen. We're over fifty percent, which is which is money, and uh, they were only five of twelve. So when you're you're doing a great job defensively on third down, you're getting off the field. And you're playing fewer snaps. You combine that with a little cooler weather. We got big guys up there. We got big, big horses up there, especially in the interior. And when they're playing fewer snaps, and when we got cooler weather, and we get into the fourth quarter, they're going to be that much more strong. And so uh, I think all that plays into it. Uh, it's complimentary football that, that I think we played the best complimentary football we've played all year long was Saturday night. All three phases. Uh, we're running the football. We stop the run. We force them to throw it. We, you know, they're going to complete some balls. This is this is college football. This is football in, you know, 2022. They're going to complete balls. We we just got to uh, keep them in front of us. Uh, I think the other thing maybe why they had a few more snaps offensively than we did. We did have some explosive plays in the first half. You know, a couple of big runs with uh, Bijan and Roshan, and so uh, when you have those explosive plays down the field. We're scoring a little bit quicker, um, you know, and then at the same time, they didn't have that in many of those long, long 12, 14, 16 play drives like we've had to defend the last few weeks. So uh, definitely, definitely a factor. Um, and, and that's the kind of ball we've got to play, you know, from here on out. All right. Uh, Brian Irwin, two-time state champ, high school football coach uh, in the state of Texas. Uh, we appreciate you. This has been the Monday edition of Lunch with the Coach. Uh, we're here each and every Monday throughout the football season with Brian. Uh, we appreciate your time. Uh, I am Bobby Burton, and this has been Lunch with Coach and On Texas Football for Inside Texas.